Welcome to Porn and Coffee, the weekly adult industry podcast, bringing you the latest from the greatest in the adult entertainment industry. Naked and caffeinated and ready to go. Here are your hosts, Jay Copita and Thomas Scab Helen. Hey everyone and welcome to episode number 7 of Porn and Coffee. I'm your host Thomas Gavalin from Plug Rush, way over in Austin, Texas. We have Jay Copita from WhyNot.com. How are you, Jay? I'm doing fabulous and my God, do we have a special guest on with us today. I'm actually a little bit nervous and I don't usually get nervous on anything. That is true. So we have a webcam girl with many names. We, we can call her Ophelia, we can call her Red, we can call her most of all what she's known for, Little Red Bunny. Yes, we have Little Red Bunny. She's uh, multi-award winning, I guess, for this year for coming up at AVN. Uh, she's nominated for Best Solo Website for AVN Awards. She's also nominated for Biggest Web Celebrity at the AVN Awards. Uh, and people can vote up until January 22nd. You know, usually we don't talk about dates or years because we want the show to be timeless. But I think it's very important that we give her that kind of promotion so that people can get on it since there is time to get her voted for. So, yeah. Do you remember the first time you met or heard about Little Red Bunny? You know, I think I heard about her maybe for the first time about two years ago and immediately fell in love with her because, well, you know, I have this thing for redheads. And, uh, you know, she's just, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's personable. A year ago, uh, I made a point of introducing myself to her, but we had been talking on social media before then. So I wasn't like the total creeper that I could have been. And <laughs> I ended up hanging out with her and being on her cab show for a little while, directly from the Jasmine booth. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, it was a blast. I was right in heaven, dude. Yeah. I met her first time in Miami last year. She has her own style. What I think was the most interesting thing was that many girls, uh, other webcam girls, we're kind of starstruck about mm. going up to her and say hello. So uh, we're going to no talk kidding. to her about uh, that and many, many other things. But first, I think we need to fill up our cup with coffee, put a little whiskey in it, and get back right after this. You're listening to Porn and Coffee. While our hosts refill, here are a few words from our sponsors. Established in 1996, the Why Not Forums are the longest-running business forums in the adult entertainment industry. Head over to whynot.com forums and hang out with other adult industry professionals where you can share news, talk shop, and get support. All in a professional and constructive manner. Okay, we are back. Thank you very much, everyone, for joining us for Porn and Coffee. And uh, wow, holy shit. I mean, that's all I got to say, really. We've got Little Red Bunny on with us today. She has been the object of my desire for much longer than I care to say. And uh, we are going to hear from her about what she has going on, how she came to such major prominence. Uh, you know, and for a lot of you who've been sleeping uh, under a rock all these years, uh, find out what she actually does for Jasmine and what makes her cam show so special. So I'm going to just kind of shut the hell up right now. And welcome to the show, Little Red Bunny. It's awesome to have you. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Let's just jump right into it. You know, get the get the basics out of the way. Uh, what is your job? What do you do over for Jasmine? And... Uh, just kind of run us through your day-to-day. Hmm. Well, I've been working on Live Jasmine since about six years and a half. It's going to be seven years in April, actually. Okay. And I am a webcam girl, a webcam performer, actually. So I work on camera. On Live Jasmine, if people don't know it too much, um, we basically have a free chat room in which I kind of host a, I kind of host a party all night long. 
because I work usually all night long from here in New York time. So sometimes it's morning in Europe or, <laughs> um, and yeah, I just kind of host a party. People come hang out with me. We have a drink. I dance and tease and share story and laughs, listen to music, sing along. There's always something happening in the room. We never know what it's going to be, <laughs> what kind of, how salty the conversation is going to be. But basically, I share just a good time. It's like if I'm a host having a party and um, there's a bit of a speakeasy mood, people find it a little bit like that because I play old music from 20s to 60s. And while doing all this with the whole public, which can be like, you know, from 1,000 to 2,000 people at the same time in my room, wow. then one person can decide to have a more personal moment with me. So they can click on private, basically, but it freezes the rest of the room, <laughs> but they won't stand by. And I go hide behind the curtains with one person at a time. And, and then a lot of things can happen, you know? So he's kind of a party crasher, that one guy that takes you away, that steals your little moment there. <laughs> well, it's, uh, I mean, it's nice because it's a, you know, it's a very exclusive moment with the person. So what I do in the free chat remains pretty much, uh, it's teasing, it's erotic, it's sensual, but it's never, you know, like porn, it's never too explicit at all. Um, and then when it's private, then we can have very private conversation or we can have very more uh, explicit moment <laughs> together. And this is the fun thing though, that's, then it's very specific to that person I am with at the moment. So what happened there is never the same. It depends who is there, how much I know that person, and we get to know each other. And often people do come back through the years and sometimes through the weeks. And so you really kind of develop um, a friendship with the, like, yeah, it become very intimate. There's people you follow for years. So the more you know the person, it, it does going to change a lot how it's going to, our pride moment is going to be as well. See, and that's, that's really brilliant because I don't know of really any other cam models that are kind of doing it that way. I mean, there probably are, but you've really kind of revolutionized that, no? <laughs> I don't know. That's how I always done it. Yeah. Since, since my first week. To me, it was about having a very, even if there's thousands of people in my room, it was very important for me to be very personal with the people as much as I could. So the most people that come, I know them not just by their their member name, but I remember their name, their work, what what drinks they normally have with them when they come hang out with me, and yeah, I kind of try to establish the most real real exchange that I you can have connection with the people that you can have, even though it's virtual and even though there can be a lot of people. But this is why I developed a very unique ambience in my room, I think, because even the members between themselves are going to be having conversations saying, hey, how are you? How was your job? And talking about sports. So there's a, always a big um, dynamic going on in my room. And it makes it very, very fun for me, too, because you're not always in private, you know? There's no such things as being always, always in private. Right. So the relationship develops like this, and it's, it's nice because that ambience makes me absolutely lose sense of time as well. And that's why I can work hours, and at some point it's like, whoops, maybe, you know, sun's been up for a while. <laughs> maybe I should get some sleep and come back <laughs> later tonight. Sure. So, but it's very fun for me too. You have won a bunch of awards this year, 2015, for the best webcam girl in various award shows. And you also have a bunch of girls that are really looking up to you, even a little bit afraid to come up to you and <laughs> say hi. Because of your style, they, they want to be like you, they, they want to do like you. How, how, how does that feel? You, you must have done something yeah. right. <laughs> uh, I guess so. Uh, 
I to me it was the only way to do that because I've always been someone very social and very active physically too. That's why there's also a lot of dancing and I'm very flexible. So I it all it was always very physical at the same time I talk a lot. And to me it was my only way to do that. Because I was if I just pose and look pretty, then I just look like someone that wants to just look pretty, you know? And it's to me it was not enough and it would not be satisfying for me either. And that's not how you actually connect with people. I figured people should know more how I am, what I'm about, you know, I have a touch of my humor as well. And to make it, yeah, like I said earlier, the most personal as possible. And I don't know if everybody, you know, to me it works because that's how I am I don't know if that would work for everybody and I don't know if everybody could have it sustainable as well because it's very demanding physically and mentally too to be like this for hours but for me it's just natural so it, it works well and I think for most girls something that works well it's what is really who they are and to me to be someone else half of my life would not be natural for me I mean I, I can I can act you know I do role play and there could be acting moment but I like to be the most genuine the most natural as possible so for me it did work out that way but when I started at the very beginning people were usually laughing at me a lot really when or at the look of my room because it was very dim and the old music and they were like oh you're so gonna fail what? and I was told that all the time and to me it was just my way to do it and all I wanted is to have a good time when I'm online and not see time go by and do my own thing so I sticked with what was my way even if people were laughing at me and this is because I have integrity and you know it, it kind of survived through the years so I guess I guess yeah there is people maybe it's a more specific niche but I don't know in the same time there's people that can be you know 20 years old loving my room and saying they now love jazz and you know music and stuff like that just because of me but there are also people all the way up to their 30s 40s 50s 60s that like to spend their nights with me instead of watching tv or movies the it's their relaxing moment before bed or after work so yeah see i love hearing that you know the fact that you it didn't all just come easy to you you've really had to work and you've really had to overcome any kind of adversity and i mean definitely a lesser person would have just said you know what they're probably right. I'm taking this personally. I just can't go on. And I mean, so not only have you had to overcome a lot of adversity, but you've also achieved a lot of milestones. I mean, not just the awards, but I mean, you've been in the press quite a bit. Uh, you get write-ups, not just in adult publications, but also mainstream publications. Um, you know, are you actively pursuing these kinds of PR opportunities or are they coming directly to you and your team? There was a little bit of both. I'm someone that likes to express myself. And like I said, I'm very personable as well, I think. So there is a moment where, you know, once I just reached to, let's say, okay, it was a funny story, but it went through social media, which I was quite new to. And I saw someone wrote an article about something in the industry. I won't go in details, not give a name and everything. But okay. And then I, I reached a person, I was like, you know, you started talking about the cam girl stuff in there. And I was like, if you are interested in going a little more in depth into that eventually, reach me out. I, it would be my pleasure to do that. And that was before I had any articles coming out. Mm -hmm. And it was just from me to put it more out there and if the person wanted to know more so there was not misconception because they were more used to the porn industry. And I would be just happy to share my point of view, my experience for the person itself, for that reporter. And finally, we got in contact and you know, then there was articles starting to come out. So sometimes I did reach out and sometimes there's people 
encouraging to me from, I guess, from, yeah, the little advertising I got from the award or stuff like that. I sure. became a little more exposed there. So people did reach me as well. You know, let me ask you this. Given that you live, uh, you know, you're, uh, you're in New York City, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you ever get noticed on the street? Do you ever have fans that live like a few blocks away from you and you just, you can't say anything? I mean, what kind of anonymity are you able to achieve there? I am still totally anonymous. <laughs> so nobody, nobody recognized me yet. And the funny thing is even when I did go to events sometime, like uh, the, some um, conventions and stuff there was in Romania and Spain, often people did not recognize me there either. Which is very funny. I don't know if it's because I'm more dressed. I don't know if it's because they see I'm shorter than they thought I was on cam. <laughs> I don't know what it can be. Uh, but those people, I'm very low-key too. When I go to places, I dress very normal. I'm not the kind to attract attention. I just sneak my way in, sit in the back. And, you know, I'm not, um, yeah, I don't seek for attention. So maybe that, that could be why as well. I don't know. But so some people recognize me, um, which was also interesting, but... Is it also true that most of your friends and family doesn't know that you are doing the camp show? No, nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> so it's, it's that anonymous. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because uh, I, I'm, yeah, I've been talking yeah. to many people in the webcam industry lately, and people say that that is kind of the biggest problem uh, for people or girls going into the industry um, to keep mm. that anonymous part of it, because somebody will always know, like a friend or somebody else will always know, like... At least for you, when you're also in, in so much mainstream uh, press and in adult press, then, then somebody yeah. should have figured out yeah. by, by seven years. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm crossing my fingers and I'm touching who, who was there. Uh, <laughs> Wait, that was my wood. <laughs> no, you, you touched your wood. I touched this one here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a, I don't know how long this is going to last. I'm just hoping it, it will as long as I wish to. Um, but you, you never know how things are going to happen. But uh, I'll deal with it in time if it, if it changes. <laughs> well, you know, let me ask you this. What were you doing before you got into camming? Or have you always been dealing with modeling? Because... I mean, you're obviously you're a very personable person. You you understand how life and things work. I mean, I can honestly see you being successful in pretty much anything that you decided to get into, whether it's the adult entertainment industry or not. So do you have any other skills or any other alternatives that maybe you were doing before that you might be doing after? Uh, well, part of my premise is to not say what I did before. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Gotcha. So that whatever that can be, but I'm someone that is very. Um, I pay attention to detail and people, and I try to absorb the most I can in everything I do, and I'm a hundred percent into what I do. So um, I think it shaped me into certain skills that I I get to put all of this in here. You know, like for example, um, I've been very. Yeah, I've always been social and all this, and this is something that, of course, helps a lot here. I also got a lot of, you know, experience from being a kid, too, when I started here, and I just try to use the most of I, that I can, and so far it pays off. I think one of the things that you could uh, be really good at would be like Cirque du Soleil, because one of your main skills is to balance a cocktail on your ass in your show. Isn't that true? What? <laughs> yes, I do, actually. <laughs> I started to put it on the yeah on my ass on my low back and I dance while doing <laughs> having it there. I do a few different moves. I even flip my leg up over my head and then I can rest the glass there at the back of my thigh, and I can do a back bend and then the glass is on my stomach and I 
go up and down and do things there. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if Cirque du Soleil would be interested in that or not. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite cocktail right now, Red? Well, considering the name of your show, I'll tell one first and then I'll tell you my favorite one. Okay. Since you're about coffee, one interesting drink actually is, you know, a Guinness stout or yeah. any good stout, Murphy's or whatever good beer stout. And you can drop an espresso shot in there. And that's actually very good because it's the combination. It kind of make it more full-bodied and more, it's really good. So if Coffee beer. you guys yeah. never tried it before, give it a try. Interesting. Otherwise, my favorite cocktail is a Manhattan. And it's not a plate of wood because I'm in New York. <laughs> it's oh. just, it just happened that way. Uh, so Manhattan is probably my favorite drink. How much has uh, social media done for you in your business? Like uh, how, how much do you use social media? What do you use it for? How do you attract people through social media? Actually, I did not have social media until 2013, okay. which like about a month before I won the award in um, the sixth award in Hollywood. I started like a month before because people kept telling me, you know about Twitter, you should get on Twitter. And I was like, I don't understand these things. Like I spent so much time online. I was not using many much social media. I had um, maybe I had Facebook, but I was not really using it either. Uh -huh. So I, while trying to browse on Twitter and understanding this, I thought I was nominated for the Sex Award, and I was like, "Oh my God, I have to create an account and I have to try to get votes." And like, <laughs> I would love to win this thing. Yeah. So I went on and I won it, but I don't know how much. Was at the time from social media. I think most of the time I got the votes that made me win awards was mostly for um, from my time online. That's what I think, because my fan base or you know most of the members and the public I have is through my years on like Jasmine. Um, but I think the social media was a nice extension to be even more personal with the people. How you get to uh, exchange in a different way. People wanted to see me also out of in a different context than just being always in my room here. So you get to share more, you know, I'm very not a pro at selfies and I try to get better at this, <laughs> but this is my biggest weakness doing selfies. Oh, um, please. So <laughs> Your selfies are but it's a nice way to have a different level of interaction with people, <sighs> especially when I get to travel too. I get to keep in touch with them even if I'm not broadcasting uh, online. So I think that's very nice as well. Well, you know what? One thing that I actually wanted to mention here is that, you know, since we launched our show, uh, you know, Thomas and I obviously know the adult business to business crowd, and that's kind of who we were, you know, initially targeting for. But obviously, once your uh, interview is released, you know, many of your fans are going to want to check it out. Uh, many people who don't work in the adult industry and they're strictly fans only, uh, you know, to give uh, maybe an appeal to them as well. Um, what are some ways that fans uh, impress you or can get in good with you or can, I don't know, enhance their experience with you? Any, any tips uh, that you want to put out that might actually help you bring in more business? Well, to me, like people must see, I have, my room gets very crowded when I'm online. So normally people, they're just going to say the typical, show this, show this, show this. My brain just filters this out. <laughs> and then if someone, even a guest that doesn't have a member name, write an actual sentence that's polite, that has, 
makes a joke or is a gentleman, I'm going to reply to absolutely everybody in my room the most I can. And so there is guests that when I see some guests come all the time, but their number keep changing because, you know, there's a time out time when you're in my free chat room if you don't have an account. So sometimes I'm like, well, you know, you can get a free account. And if you really, you know, can't log in or something right now, at least tell me your name. You know, so every time you come see me, I don't know that it's you. So sometimes they're going to say, I'm so-and-so from Norway. I'm so-and-so from France. Do you remember me? I'm like, of course. And then this way, so we develop a relationship again anyway. But a lot of people are going to end up finally having a membership. So I recognize their name. And they're going to even make sometime a name that's going to be related to me or a, a funny name for as a joke that happened in the room or something. So they know I'll rec I'm going to remember that when they saw me, this happened or so yeah, but people, I like people with humor and with character and that are very nice as well and gentlemen. And the other group of people that also will come in and listen to this will be other webcam girls. So my question then is, do you have any tips that you can offer to other webcam girls out there? Like I said earlier, what worked for me was to be have integrity and really put who I am in the most honest way out there and to share that with people and make sure I have a good time. And if I have a good time, People are going to feel that and they're going to like that. And that's what's going to make stay with me. And if because that's the way I am, I'm going to also attract people that like things I like or like me for these special feature I have. Mm. It also just makes sense. If you try to be something else, it maybe it won't be as clear with people because it's beyond just, you know, how you are physically. It's to me, it's not it's not enough. Mm. Um but for some girls, it can be enough, <laughs> you know, who knows? Mm. But for me, it was not my way. So, but I find I did take my time to explore and it took me a little while to open up more and more as well. I was even much more shy when I started and I took the time I needed to open myself, be less shy. At first, I was not even showing my face at all for a little moment, <laughs> for a few weeks, if not months. And, and I played around that, but I always played in a zone that was comfortable for me. Because and if you're comfortable in what you do, I that's what's gonna work. So you have to play with your own limits and enjoy that. You know what? After this interview, I think I'm gonna play with my own limits for a little while. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, what I wanted to say is, you know, what you're saying is, you know, I think it rings true in life in general. If you actually, you know, have integrity and you enjoy what you're doing and it shows, then you know, you're just gonna succeed by default. You know, how high you want to take that, you know, is uh, is clearly up to you. Um, but yeah, one mistake that I see a lot of cam people making, and I mean, I'm not like following cam girls or anything, but I'm friends with a lot of them on Twitter and I pay attention to who's who, so to speak. And you know, if someone's out there, you know, in a shitty attitude or they bring their drama with them or they're angry or they're yelling at some of their, you know, potential customers, you know, I mean, that's just, it's not going to work. And that's one thing that I never see happening with you is, you know, you'll have people, you know, sometimes people might pile on you or they might be rude or whatever, but anytime that I've ever seen you, you just disregard it and move on and pay only attention to the positive people that are actually going to affect you personally and your bottom line. Yeah, well, you have to keep something. It, it is your room. So you have to feel that you have control on that. And you cannot let one, one rule that I always had, and it applies in real life, you cannot ever please everybody. Right. So once you accept that and you're fine with it, like, you know, I never expected to win all of these awards. I never expected, uh, it was never my goal to become like the biggest deal. I just did my thing and enjoyed it. And I think 
you know, the joy of what I do, how passionate I I got into what I do. I guess that's what kind of spreads out and even when I cross the screen. But you don't you cannot let um, people anger or people you know bad they come to you. After all, why people would come see us online is because they want to chill out. They had a bad day. They just want to have a good time. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do. And it's like, you know, if you work at any job, you don't, if you make coffee, you don't want to, you know, throw your coffee at the customer because you had a bad day. You, you know, you have to remain civilized and polite. And that's how I am in my real life. So I think it's the same thing online. You know, you cannot just get, yeah, your grumpy mood. If you feel like you cannot overcome that, come online later, you know, go do something fun, go watch a good movie, change your mind, you know, and then come when you feel pressure. And I think it's important that you have a good dynamic with people. We are soon closing up, but we just need to say, uh, speaking about awards, you are nominated for the best Zulu website at AVN Awards, and you're also nominated for the biggest web celebrity at AVN Awards. Both of them are uh, still uh, uh, up for voting, uh, so fans fans can vote, right? Until the 22nd of January? Uh, until the 22nd of January, people can vote me every day for the biggest web celebrity for the AVN oh, Award, yeah. and the link is on my website, there's also the Lifecam Award in Spain that's coming up very soon. Yeah. And they also have the pre-nomination period going on now, which is not a daily vote, uh, but it's a one, uh, one vote. People can just log in, register, and nominate me as, um, again, Best um, Female Lifecam Model of the Year, and again, for Best Solo Website as well. And this is until January 27th. Yes. Yeah. So there's these two at the same time going on. <laughs> no, that's so good though. They're good Hustle shots. them. Hustle them. Yeah. Okay, Jay. Uh, I think it's time for your favorite questions of the day. Huh. Okay. So let me ask you, little bunny. Do you have an industry crush or a shout out? Somebody you want to give some sort of mention to? Somebody who gets you going would really be of most interest to me, at least. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I... I would do a shout out to all of the great other performers and people in the industry I got to meet in in person. Okay. Or if I didn't get to see me in person, um, I would do for the one that took the time to reach me in my free chat room on Live Jasmine or did even through uh, social media. So some girls and guys also from um, the industry, webcam industry, reached me from uh, on Twitter as well and Facebook. And all the people that did to me, I I really loved it. I, I love meeting people in real life and the fact they took the time to come talk with me. Some I had time to have a coffee or drinks with in Romania and Spain. And who else? Uh, where else? I went, yeah. All, all, I even went to Colombia and Mexico and I met performers there as well. And I was surprised that they knew me. And I really enjoy spending partying with them and meeting them. It was even if sometimes there's a limit uh, limitation with the language. Um, it's really nice because we all do the same thing. So to be able to have a good friendly time with them is it's really nice because here I'm in my bubble. <laughs> I don't have other friends that do webcam. I don't work in a studio, so I'm never in contact with other people that do what I do. So I really cherish this mo these moments I I could share with them. So that's. It would go to them. <laughs> I gotta say that was a very safe and professional answer. It didn't play whatsoever into my juvenile sexual fantasies. But you know, 
we'll let that slide for right now. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Red. Uh, we really appreciate your time for coming on here to Porn and Coffee. Uh, we wish you all the best for the nominees for the awards. And uh, looking forward to see you again soon. I hope so. Thank you so much for having me and sharing this porn and coffee moment with me. <laughs> Thank you for sharing it with us. Thank you for listening to Porn and Coffee. Be sure to check out what's brewing with us every week. Plugrush.com, a self-serve traffic network where you can buy, sell, and trade traffic. Plugrush.com, moving traffic forward.